How much time do you spend every day worrying or planning or thinking about all the things you have to do that day, the things that are recurring tasks for you that you have to do just to keep your family alive and keep your house running? Today, we're going to talk about the small steps to help you get those under control so you no longer spend that time planning and worrying and thinking about them. What does it mean to live differently? Hi, I'm Jenna. Welcome to the Simple Home Podcast. The real reason behind this podcast is to encourage you to live differently. In a society that tells us that more is better and busy is to be expected, I want to give you permission and tips and tricks to help you create a simpler home, simpler days, and cherished moments. Each week, we'll talk about decluttering, organizing, and managing a home. We'll talk about thriving in motherhood, slowing down, and cherishing the journey. Most importantly, we'll have real conversations with real moms who are choosing to live differently and finding joy in motherhood. Take the first step to simplifying your motherhood and head over to athomewithkids.com forward slash resources to find a free resource that's perfect for you in the season that you're in. And stick with me each week as we dive into these topics together. Well, hey there. Welcome to another episode of the Simple Home Podcast. In case we haven't met before, my name is Jenna, and I am thrilled that you are tuning in for the 75th episode of this podcast. It's so exciting to say that and just to be here with you each week. So thank you again for tuning in. And for those of you who have subscribed and left reviews, it just means so much to me. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, well, this is the second episode in a series that I'm doing called Small Steps to Lasting Change. So hopefully each of these topics we talk about will help you cement these small steps into your life so that you feel the changes you're making, like you really feel the impact that they're having. So if you didn't listen to the first episode, they don't necessarily go in order, so you can listen to this one first, but make sure to go back to episode 74 because in that episode we talk a lot about mindset and shopping. And with the holidays coming up, I think this is a very important one to be thinking about right now. Now in this one, we're gonna be talking about your day-to-day tasks. So the daily things that you do that have a huge impact on how you feel each day. These are the things that have to be done continuously over and over, or you're gonna quickly feel like you're just drowning. So these are things like cleaning and cooking and laundry, paying bills, getting yourself and your kids ready for the day. I know there's a lot more than that, but these are the ones that I hear about most. So we'll probably talk a little bit about these, but the steps that we talk about can be applied to any other task that you are currently struggling with. So just remember, these are kind of routine tasks, things that happen more than one time. They happen kind of repeatedly, either daily or weekly or monthly or so on. So sometimes I look around my house and just thinking about all the things I need to do just to keep my family going for the day, keep my house running, makes me feel tired. And this is all before 7 (laughs) a.m. Have you felt this way before? I think you can probably relate with me where you wake up and you see there's still dishes on the counter from last night and there's laundry that you never got to last night and there's still clean laundry to be folded that's sitting on your bed from a couple days ago and on and on the list goes and you almost feel overwhelmed before you even tackle one of the tasks. 
And the only way that I've found to minimize this overwhelming feeling is to set up systems and to make my daily tasks more automatic. So rather than being in reactive mode, running around at 5.30, trying to figure out what to cook for dinner, or maybe looking for my favorite pair of jeans only to realize they're still in the mound of laundry on the washer, I want to try to live in proactive mode. So I've done as much as I can and I am still working on this and hopefully these tips will help you grow in this area. But remember, this is a work in progress and we can all continue growing as well. But our goal is to go from being reactive to being proactive. So we set up systems to help us do that, to make things more automatic. So that's exactly what we're going to change today as we talk about these small steps that you can take to go from reactive to proactive. So first, you have to know what your recurring tasks are. What are the most stressful things for you and how much time do they actually take to accomplish? So in some of the episodes of this series, these steps don't go in order. You can kind of pick and choose where you want to start. But in this one, these really do kind of go in order. So we're going to go first, second, third, and so on so that you can get the biggest gains from this episode. So the first step is to know those recurring tasks. What are those areas that are stressful that you have to do over and over? And how much time do they actually take you? So I want you to actually write this out. Write down a list of the things that you know you have to do on a recurring basis. It doesn't have to be every single thing. Choose the things that are most stressful in your life or the things that happen the most often that really kind of take you the most time. And so you're going to write those all out And I want you to actually time yourself completing them. So I know this might sound silly to you, but most of the time that these tasks that we do take way more time in our head than in reality. So understanding this part can make a huge difference in how you perceive the task. So let's take laundry for an example, because I know we all do laundry a lot. Um, So let's talk about that. I want you to think about like time yourself. How long does it actually take you to load the washer? Then how long does it take you to switch the clothes from the washer to the dryer? How long does it take you then to fold the clothes and put them away? So when our mind sees like this huge pile of laundry, I bet it resists putting it away because it appears like it's going to take a long time and you have other things to do, right? There's other things on your to-do list besides laundry. You just have to get the laundry done. So when we actually go through each of these steps and we time ourselves, I bet you it takes you less than 10 minutes to fold and put away a pile of laundry, especially if you're doing one load at a time. So when we think about the actual time that goes into it, it's easier for us to get it done and to even want to get it done because it breaks down that resistance. So that is really the first step in setting up a system and moving towards automaticity is breaking down the resistance that you have to it and really seeing the task for what it is. So as you complete each of these tasks on your list, time yourself and jot down how long it actually took you. So for instance, putting the dishes into the dishwasher, how much hands-on time does that take you? And then unloading the dishwasher once they're clean, how much hands-on time does that take you? All of these things feel really big, but when you start to break it down and you start to time yourself, you're going to see that they are smaller than you think. 
Now the second step is to decide how often each of these tasks needs to be done. For example, dinner happens every day, right? Getting ready for school happens most days if you have school-age kids, or getting ready for work happens most days. Paying the bills or maybe checking your bank accounts or going through your mail maybe only needs to happen once or twice per week. Laundry and doing the dishes, that might need to be done every day. Cleaning, maybe once a week or maybe daily, depending on how you want to tackle it. So you're going to think through each of these things and decide how often do I need to have my hands on this in order for it to run smoothly, in order for me to feel like I'm ahead of the game instead of behind. Remember, we're trying to be proactive here instead of reacting when we already have a huge pile of laundry or reacting when it's 5.30 and we have no idea what we're going to have for dinner. So we're being proactive. We're setting ourselves up for success here. All right, so here's a few suggestions if you're not really sure where to start. I suggest doing laundry every day. If you've listened to me for any amount of time, you know that I encourage you to do a whole load of laundry all the way through every single day. I think it helps you just stay ahead of it, even if they're smaller loads. Just do it every day at the same time every day. Um, And it eliminates that large pile that you end up with and makes it easier to develop a good habit. Dishes are also one I suggest doing every day. Load the dishwasher at night or hand wash them each night before you go to bed and then put them away in the morning. This keeps that pile from accumulating and helps our brain see it as less of a task. I also like to tackle cleaning every day, but I'm not like a really detailed cleaner. My house is not immaculate ever. In fact, it's awfully messy sometimes, but I like to do at least one thing for cleaning each day, and it's just whatever needs to be done. So if I notice our floors are especially dirty that day, I might wipe those down. If I notice that maybe my washer needs cleaned out real quick, I might do that. Or before I go grocery shopping, I often clean out my refrigerator so that I know what we have and so that I have a clean place to put things back. So I just tackle one thing each day, and that just helps me not have to spend an entire day cleaning the house or letting things get so dirty that it feels yucky and feels like I have to, you know, spend a whole day doing it because that feels much more, more stressful. Now, these are just tips for you. You do you. Do what works best for your family and for you. It does not have to be the same as mine. These are just places that you can start. So one other thing is I like to make things kind of an automatic part of my day. So a lot of these cleaning tasks are built into my daily routines. So for instance, I wipe down surfaces after we eat and I sweep the floors after we eat. I often delegate this to my kids. They don't do a splendid job, but <laughs> at least we're doing it every time we eat. And so it everything stays relatively clean, not perfect, but relatively clean. So we do that. I have my kids wipe down the bathroom counter after they brush their teeth, and I do it after I brush my teeth. Um, Adding in these small tasks throughout your day really does create that automaticity that we're looking for and makes your house feel at least clean enough most of the time. And then maybe give yourself a 10 to 15 minute block every day to do one bigger task, or maybe a 30 to 45 minute block once a week to do some of those bigger tasks like vacuuming and cleaning the toilet and the shower and different things like that. That's just going to keep you on top of it. So 
This step, I know I'm kind of rambling here, but this step really is about deciding how often you need to do each task. Another one that often comes up for people is paying bills and going through the mail. And so I always say that I, I go through the mail once a week. I don't do it every day. Now, with that said, every time I check the mailbox, I go through it right there so that I don't bring a bunch of junk mail into my house. So I only bring in the papers that I really need to do something with, like pay bills or something else. And so everything else goes right into the recycle bin or into the trash can before it even enters my house or enters my you know stack of papers. So I call this my Sunday basket. I will link to some episodes for you where I talk more in detail about this, but basically I suggest you just have a place where you put in any kind of to-dos, any kind of paperwork to-dos, things that come home from school, um, little broken toys you want to fix, something that needs a button sewn on, anything like that that you have to do, I suggest putting it in one basket and dealing with those things once per week. So that's kind of how I do that. So you have to like actually choose a time and devote this time to the task. Otherwise, you're going to end up with a pile again and you're going to go backwards. You're going to be reactive instead of proactive. All right, so step number three is to decide when you're actually going to do these things. So I kind of touched on that just a second ago, but you have to actually put this on your calendar because if it's going to be important to you, if you're going to create a habit or automaticity, you have to know when you're going to do it. So be specific with this. When will you put the laundry in the washer? Are you going to do it right when you wake up? When will you move it to the dryer? Are you going to do that maybe before you go to work, right after breakfast, right when you get home from work? When are you going to put it away? Is this going to be after dinner or before you go to bed? I know this may sound like really stringent to some of you, but I promise when you have a plan and you stick to it for weeks, it just becomes what you do and it feels so automatic. You no longer spend your energy thinking about when and how you'll get these things done. You just do them without even thinking. And wouldn't you rather spend your energy and decision-making power on other things than when you're going to do the laundry? (laughs) So let's just make it automatic. So my laundry routine is right when I wake up, I go in the bathroom and brush my teeth and I throw the laundry in. Every single day, I just do it automatically. I know I'm going to brush my teeth anyway, so I throw the laundry in. Before we head out the door in the morning, whether it be for school or church or just out and about for the day, it goes in the dryer. And then when we get home, we fold it and put it away. And I usually have my kids help me with this. Sometimes I don't if I just feel like I want to get it done really fast. But I try to have my kids help me with it most of the time so that they're used to that being part of their day as well. So just make sure you know when you're going to do it. And step number four is to be consistent. Choose one thing to tackle at a time. So choose one stressful area in your life that you're going to set up this routine and then be consistent. Tweak your system as needed until you find the perfect system for you and then do it until it becomes just part of your day or part of your week without much thought. Then once you feel like you kind of have the handle on that one, move on to a next one. Move on to maybe meal planning or dinner prep or something else that's stressful for you. Because as you begin to implement these systems, I want you to watch what happens to your daily stress level and the way your home feels each day because you are truly going to be amazed. You're even going to perceive these tasks a little differently because they no longer take up your energy, your thinking power, and all of that. All right, so I just can't wait to hear how this impacts your daily rhythms and just what this does for you. 
Now, there's several things I talked about in this episode that I could have kept on talking about for hours, but I really can't do that in one episode, obviously. So if you'd like to hear more about my systems or more detail on how to set them up, I have several other episodes that you might want to listen to. So you could start with episode 71, which is all about routines. Um, Episode 51 is about night and morning routines specifically. And then episode 37 is about creating daily habits. So like I said, how after we brush our teeth, we wipe down the counter, things like that. If you want to start creating some of those daily habits, then episode 37 is great for that. And then episode 20 also talks about daily routines and resets. And resets are something that has truly transformed the way my house feels for me throughout the day because I no longer worry about it becoming messy. I know we're going to have a time to just reset it really quick. So episode 20 is all about that. Now there's tons of other ones. Episode six is about meal planning and I have a few others I think you might like. So I'll link them in the show notes in case you just want to kind of dive in a little bit deeper on these daily tasks and rhythms and routines and all of that. All right. So they'll be in the show notes. You can go to athomewithkids.com forward slash episode 75 to find all of the links that I just talked about, plus a few extras that I think you might like. All right, really quick, since that was a lot of information really fast, um, let's recap the steps that we talked about today. So I really do want you to take action. So think about these steps as we're going through them. So step one is to write down the tasks that cause you stress and how much time they actually take you. Not how much time you think they take you, but how much time they actually take you. Step two is to write down how often you need to do them. Does it need to be done daily or weekly, multiple times per day, etc.? Step number three is to decide when you will do the task and remember to be specific. And step number four is to stay consistent until it becomes automatic. So now it's time for you to go and get started creating these systems for yourself. And remember, if you have any questions or you need support with anything that we talk about on this on this show, on any of the episodes that you listen to, you can always DM me on Instagram. So I'm at Jenna Arvidsson. Or I have a Facebook group that I just started and it's full of wonderful, like-minded people just wanting to live simply. And so if you want to come join us over there on my Facebook group, you can do that as well. I would love to have you answer your questions and give you some extra support in there. So you can come on over, join us in Facebook. I will link that in the show notes as well. And I really do hope you'll come and join us because this work is much easier done in community than all by yourself. So make sure you come check it out. All right. So everything will be in the show notes for you. Thank you so much for joining me this week. Remember to go back and listen to the first episode in this series, episode 74 about mindset and make sure to stay tuned for the next one where we are going to be talking all about clutter because clutter is one of my favorite topics, right? And some steps that you can take to make a lasting impact. So if you've been on this decluttering train for a really long time and you still look around and feel like you have a ton of clutter or you're just not making any progress, then I think this episode is going to be for you. All right. I will talk to you next time. Thank you for joining me on the Simple Home Podcast this week. It truly is a blessing to have you here. If you've been enjoying this podcast and found encouragement here, can you take a moment to leave a rating and a review on iTunes? This is how podcasts grow and how they reach larger audiences. And I am so thankful 
to get to work with so many women and spread this message. So if you have a moment, head to iTunes and leave a rating and a review. I love to read what you have to say, and I might just spotlight you on an upcoming episode. Also, if you think a friend could use this kind of encouragement, go ahead and share it with them. Tell them about the podcast. Tag me on Instagram with a picture of you listening. Whatever we can do to encourage more women to live differently. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you next week.